Welcome back, everyone. It is the Me To We Talk podcast. And yes, it is the Truth Serum series where we promise to tell you the truth. The whole truth. And nothing but the truth. So, so help, help me God. God. Thank you, guys. We're so glad that we got you yet again on a 4th of July weekend. Amen. On top of that. And just in case you forgot what this podcast was all about with all your family festivities, this podcast is all about marriages. Yes. Helping engagement. Yes. And those that are seriously dating, we want to help you get from me do we one couple at a time amen so all you got to do is make sure you subscribe to be a part of our tribe so listen for the notification button right there yes and then that will be a great reminder if you hit the notification bell so that you can hear the next new episode for the me do we talk podcast oh, i got it all out babe i did good one take that's what i'm talking about oh, I, I knew you could do it one take it. wonder how about that oh, I need this one mic. Yes, all I need is one mic and one take and one topic. So let's talk about our latest topic, right? And we want to ask you all something on this 4th of July weekend. Does your fire work? Mm, Okay. Yes. I think you want to know where we're going with this, right? Okay, so you know about fireworks, right? In the traditional sense of this, right? But let's just talk about fire itself. Fire can be looked at in a person in in regards to characteristics and personalities as someone that has a fiery personality, right? They've got go, they got all those things, right? Or it could be someone who has so much passion that they kind of go a little bit over to the edge okay (laughs) and so instead of them having a fire right they have fireworks or they become a firecracker Mm, and they start to pop off smoldering come on yes it's not a smolder because smolder is sexy right (laughs) right but if you are a firecracker in marriage oh i don't know some people like it but i don't know baby what do you think no i mean as long as it's not two firecrackers in marriage and that that works but (laughs) no come on it's something about because you know when you say fire in a little, in little ways, I think about crazy. You know, uh-huh. a, little, a little fire is good, right? It's like a little cray cray is good, good. You know, <laughs> so you want to have. Wait, first off, you want to have fire for one another uh-huh. in marriage. Yeah, that's true. But you don't want somebody that's gonna just always be on fire for some of the wrong reasons. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Constantly kind of tamper their flame. Like, calm down. Okay. Be cool. Right. It's okay. Right. You know? <laughs> if you got to keep doing that, then it's a problem. Well, well, basically, if you there's two ways you can either fan the flame, right, mm-hmm. and then you can just really you know have some fireworks it gets really zesty in your marriage right but like my husband that's that said that's that, good heat. that's that good heat right <laughs> that's sweet heat right and but there's also another situation where you are it's so much fire you're burning the house down right and we don't want you to have so much fire because of unresolved issues because of unforgiveness yeah. because of bitterness because you know if we really think about it fire or anger right yeah, is a secondary emotion it's not the root cause of whatever is bringing it about right, right. so we got to look at that so first you need to figure out which category you're in okay are you a fire that works okay come on, come on. okay or are you just bringing fire right and it ain't working okay right and we don't want that right we don't want that for you we don't want you just to be a firecracker for no reason whatsoever okay great oh when you said that though i was thinking about you saying are you a fire that works or are you just a fire for no reason i was thinking about <laughs> thinking about backdraft we start lighting fires everywhere <laughs> you know? you know, oh you're saying are you an arsonist in your on, marriage in Ooh. your marriage in any of your relationships work friends like 
how do you go about because you know what it really comes down to yeah it's being able to communicate as well if oh you think about it. come because on now that anger only arises when you don't feel like you're being heard in some cases mm-hmm. and then therefore you're gonna start like throwing fire you know and, and when you also say fire, think about these words that hurt. Yeah, you know what I'm saying you throw these fiery darts. Yeah. Oh, come on now, want, come on now. Hurt somebody. That is that true. So. Yeah, you got to understand that because you have to figure out what drives your angry rant. Like, think nice. about that. What happens with you and your spouse, right? You know, is it like a nasty pattern, right? That's what people need to figure out. Like, do you dread? Like, if you get angry, does you one spouse dread what you're gonna say, right? Do do they get nervous? Like, are you gonna embarrass <laughs> them in public? Are you going to tear them down emotionally? And then are they going to feel like literally, are they going to feel like embers left over, right? That they're trying to stand up and stand up this marriage, but everything has been singed to the core that there's nothing left. And they don't have fire for you because you've taken all the fire out. Facts. And you know, it's crazy when you say that Mm -hmm. because depending on the person that you are with, if you are with a firecracker, Mm -hmm. per se, Mm -hmm. and the other person isn't, then sometimes they, they don't want that smoke, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's so they're, true. They're not even going to engage the conversation, but that's just going to make you. That's going to make that firecracker that much more angry yeah. because they're not getting, you know, that that feedback. Yeah, and, and let let's give you that. First of all, we're going to give you three ways for you to identify the difference, right? Because okay. remember, now when you're married you're going to get on each other's nerves, right? All day. The, the Bible says it very clearly, <laughs> offenses will be made, okay? And you know it's going to happen in marriage, right? My husband says this all the time, that marriage is one, what? Long conversation checkered by disputes. Yes, it's checkered by disputes. So since that happens, there are going to be everyday annoyances, That's... right? I can't stand the way they chew their food. I don't know why they just didn't stack the dishwasher right. The, I'm talking about the little things, but if you don't watch it, it starts off as a little flame, right? right? But then it starts to burn, right? And it's not a smoldering burn, right? It's like, I'm going to take you all out because it starts to, it's like a slow burn, right? And you don't want a slow burn in this way, okay? So you got to first verify, hey, is this an everyday annoyance, okay? And no everyday annoyances, guess what? You signed up for that, okay? You know, you said, I want to get married. You weren't going to be perfect. That person's not perfect. And two different personalities coming together, there's bound to be sparks, okay? So That's that's good, though. You know, right? You want want iron sharpens iron, right? Iron sharpens iron that is so true as long as that, so long as that true. iron don't lead to a forest fire yeah that's right that's right okay all right now the second part of it is what we would call mid-level or increased conflict right okay. this is where you have a situation where these irritations become that much more intense the fire is burning but not in a good way because there's tensions you know within the marriage right there's unresolved issues and these conflicts now start becoming daily occurrences okay so this is what we're talking about when you're starting to see ink Increased conflict or moderate issues, right? It's a moderate burn, right? Okay. You're watching everything burn down, but you think you got it under control, right? And you don't have a fire extinguisher nearby, right? And your fire extinguisher, it better be the word of God because you got to jump in. You can't Facts. just try and think you can just put this fire out by yourself. You need a trained firefighter, right? <laughs> Whether that be your pastor, uh, a counselor, a therapist, whatever you need, you need someone that on hand that when these, these daily occurrences, these daily conflicts occur, that are becoming more and more fiery as the days and the years go by, okay. someone that can help you quail the flame, you know? <laughs> you know, as you're saying that, mm-hmm. I always get something in my little shine dog. What's and that? It, everything you said is on point, right? Right, right. But it all starts with you. Ooh, come on now. And so it goes back to like Smokey says, only you 
can prevent forest fires. Like it's 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 a, it's a comment upon you to realize who you are oh and God. what you're capable of. Oh my so God. only you can prevent this fire from, from taking taking a full effect, right? Come on, so man. it's so important, like oh, that's so good. that you seek out these resources, or, or if not even that, that you just talk about it. Yeah. The fact of the matter is, again, it goes back to communication. Like if you don't talk about it, like like we said, I can't read your mind, right? That's right. So if you're over there smoldering and angry, mm-hmm. how am I to know if you're not telling me what's going on? Yeah, I and mean that's seriously. Where, that's we fall short we, we don't communicate with the other person like how we're truly feeling mm. and we get angrier and angrier and angrier because yep. why don't he know I'm mad he see me stumping around he see I'm not saying anything <laughs> that's probably how you always are you know so no, you, gotta, you gotta communicate exactly or she she know I'm mad she know when I'm I'm, I'm the strong silent type today right because I'm I'm stonewalling or, or you know and that and men stonewall but women do too right so it just depends right so there's something where you're creating a flame and you don't even know it and i love that you brought a smoky the bear oh my god come on that was genius y'all come on i love my husband is so sexy okay so spiritually sexy but i want to get back to the word right because you always have to go back to it you spoke on it just a moment ago when we're talking about those fiery darts right what does the word say you know that's when you need to make sure you bring your extinguisher right your extinguisher is the word of god right right because it 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 really gets down to the root of the issue it separates bone and marrow right because it's going to get to the truth all right so it says in ephesians 6 16 i'm gonna use the esv or the you know the easy to read version or english standard version in all circumstances take up the shield of faith which which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one right Right. so when you bring up your shield of faith right when you start believing and standing on the lord and the word and what he says to do in the middle of anger right because if we all heard it and, and i don't think that we say it enough there are multiple scriptures in the bible that can teach you how you can avoid having an angry marriage or a angry fiery ma- marriage and we're not talking about the good type of fire okay right but let's go down to this okay first of all in ephesians 4 26 through 27 it says it well be angry meaning you can be angry yes but do not sin and then there's a second part to this there's another prescription to this okay it says do not let the sun go down on your anger and give no opportunity to the devil right so when you when you have not let the you've let the anger go down meaning like you let the sun go down and you still hold on to that anger right you're giving an opportunity that means you didn't resolve it Agreed. You didn't let this issue, you know, get taken care of and it becomes habitual and then it becomes inappropriate anger. And then this gives the devil the opportunity to pounce on your relationship and create greater pain. Right. Then that means he's dousing gasoline on your fire. Right. And and it's just going to burn out of control where you can't you subdue it. It's the truth. It is. It is. It's just weird. Like you ever notice, like whenever, for instance, because all I know is us. Right. Yeah. Whenever we're feeling some type of way about each other. Yeah. If we're not ready to talk about it, we'll kind of just fall back, right? But we'll still be around each other. Yeah. And we'll say, for instance, we'll be watching a show. Yeah. And on some way or another, that show kind of hints into what we're dealing with right in that moment. Yeah. And I'm like, dang, man, this was mean we got to talk about it. Yeah. We got to talk about it right now. Exactly. And it's so funny how like it, it keeps coming up and up in, in that aspect of I'm referring to the show, mm-hmm. where it almost kind of makes us have the conversation, mm-hmm. but also it actually subdues the conversation for the fact that. It, it's not as heated because yeah. of the fact that it didn't happen in the moment. You know yeah, what I mean? yeah. Like sometimes you do have to let sleeping dogs lie. You got to let cooler heads prevail. That's true. And come, and come back. And it's okay to say that. Yeah. But, but you have to say it 
don't just act like we're not gonna have the conversation. You know what I mean? Right. Sometimes we, not us, but I'm just saying. Sometimes we as people, we don't want to have it in that moment, so we'll just walk away. I have to walk away. I gotta get my words right. Right. Because you know, once I start stuttering, I'm gonna say something that I don't mean. <laughs> exactly. So I gotta walk away, and then we're gonna come back and finish this conversation. Yes. And it's okay to say that, but you just have to say it. And then, like again, I'm gonna keep on hitting on this communication because it's just so important, and we've seen. We've seen it where when you don't know how to communicate, you start communicating the wrong way. Yep. And that's where these fiery darts come in. Yep. And that's where this fire that you can't put out with an extinguisher with the word and it, and it gets hot. Yeah, it's the truth. It gets hot. It does. And the best way to avoid having a fire marriage, right? <laughs> and meaning like it's so fiery, it ain't working. Okay. <laughs> right. Um, is to use Proverbs 15 one. I mean, I would tell you to take this vitamin as well. And it says a soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. Come on, right. Man, we know that. And, and this is the truth. And my husband just said it. It's so true. That's why you have to recognize, okay, you know what, you know, even with firefighters, they will, they will start to, Hey, they will work on one area first and they'll start to subdue the fire and lower it there uh-huh. and then they'll come back around and hit it from a different angle right nice. sometimes you have to hit your your situation at a different angle because if you come at it straight on you might get some blowback right you might get some issues where both of you are are not in the right mind and you're going to say something that you can't take back and most importantly that you're going to regret okay mm-hmm. so we're just trying to tell you this this is in marriage this is as you're dating and moving towards engagement you have to learn how to communicate communication is the number Number one cause, right, for divorces in marriage. Like my husband says it all the time, I say it all the time, irreconcilable differences is the number one filing. And all that means is miscommunications, right? However, communication when it is good and you have healthy communication in your relationship I promise you you have the best marriage it is the best marriage and we use this podcast it's a form of therapy for us as well you know don't think that the teacher isn't being taught right you know we all can learn and if you're not growing you're dying and this is the truth I love hearing new information and when we have new couples that come into our class we learn something new we we learn what to do and we learn what not to do we learn from our, our our parents we've learned from those that we love and and, and those that we respect we've learned good and bad traits and we say what we're going to keep and what we're going to take and so what you need to understand is i want the fire but i want my fire to work right work for me me. i I want a fire to keep me warm yes yes come on keep me warm okay now now see that you just made me think of another scripture psalms 103 8 the lord is compassionate and gracious he is slow to anger abounding in love okay so since this is how God treats us, this is how we should treat our spouse. We need to put our hands up close to that fire, start warming up. Oh my goodness, I love it. You know, and I'm not saying it's easy to do, right? Because it's not. If it was easy to do, then everybody would do it and they would do it successfully. But it's not easy. Real love, when you want your fire to work and you want fireworks, right, right, right. in your relationship, your spirit has to respond differently to kindness and patience so that you can have a beautiful slow burn in your marriage versus one that just burns the whole house down you know it's crazy though you say it's not easy but i respect the fact that it's not because if anything that it's too easy you mm-hmm. don't really respect right yep that's if true anything that comes too easy like yeah you know, right that's it, true it is what it is. yeah but something you have to work at yeah constantly put time into 
and, and master your craft mm-hmm. come on like you really want to pursue that angle you know yeah what that's I mean? true so the fact that it doesn't come easy is actually a good thing it is it is and that also shows you that the strongest and the fittest survive right and that's what we tell you all the time marriage isn't for everyone for those of you who say i want to be married or you're playing around in a relationship that you've been in for too long right that's a slow burn okay that's a whole nother podcast but the truth of the matter is this that when you are really in this and you can fight the good fight for this relationship you will be better for it it is the best relationship that i have gone into because it has given so much good fruit whether it be my children whether it be the way that i interact with other people that the compassion that i now know i have and and the perseverance that god has taught me through our relationship and he's still teaching me and you and through our children every single day i am so grateful for it marriage if you find the right mate because the right mate should be the marrying mate right because we we want you to get to your soulmate right because <laughs> your soulmate you remember when people are, i don't know if i marry my soulmate no when you marry them they're your soulmate so you better be clear you better be ready and you better understand who you are marrying before you do Agreed. don't sit up there and say oh i didn't know this wasn't no that means you didn't spend enough time okay and so remember how you got to stoke that flame Come and on. you haven't stoked that flame enough like I, say, I like a little crazy but you know i don't want all the fireworks right right all the smoke but at the same time you know we got to keep it going that passion is that fire that's true that is so once for instance just leaning that way Mm -hmm. once that passion dies out then you won't how do we get our fire to start back up you know what i'm saying yeah yeah so it's like it's so important that you have a little bit of fire in your relationship Mm -hmm. but you can't let the fire consume you Oh, come on now. Come on now. Come on, real talk. Say that one, Kanel. No. You better start now. You know, come on. it back to the early night. I don't want that back draft. You, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Too much oxygen in that fire, and you'll yeah. catch a back draft. Yeah. So, no, it's so important that, you know, we understand how the fire should work for us. You know what I'm saying? Don't so. let it be explosive. Right. 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 Because right? if you go, because you, <laughs> you want marriage, again, we're going back to the title, fire to work, right? You want fireworks in your relationship, but you don't want it to be explosive. There is such a difference. Your anger has caused you to sin against your spouse, meaning that you are just saying such horrible, mean things. And and that's the first thing that comes out. You need to check your spirit because it's something deeper there, right? And sometimes we're letting off on our spouse, right? We're letting off and venting on our spouse what someone else did. Agree. Or something that happened in the world. Yeah. For instance, you can't say something to your boss, but let your spouse do something that irritates you in that same moment. Yeah. Boom. You're going to jump off on them. Yeah. And light that fire under them because of the fact you can't do it out there. Mm -hmm. So that's why it's so important to understand where that fire is coming from. Absolutely. That way you're not um, purposely burning somebody who who wasn't meant to be. Yeah, they, they, they weren't supposed to get burned on that. And this is the truth. Kill that anger before it kills your marriage. Nice. It's the truth. Like, you have to make sure you better put that fire out, right? Because if it keeps on burning and burning and burning, you'll turn around and you have nothing left. And we don't want that for you all. So let's ashes go back to, to <laughs> dust to dust. Come I mean, on. do you want that? You know, a death of a marriage. What's the death of a marriage? Divorce. So we don't want that for you all. So so let's let's go about that. Let's let's talk about what it means to be with an explosive spouse, right? Because there's a big difference, okay? Now you should have constructive anger, but if you have just straight anger, if you have explosive anger where it just consumes you, you can't think straight and it's gonna go to the next level, right? right. Meaning you can't walk away, then you're bordering on violence. We're encouraging you to seek help. Okay? Thanks. 
Facts. Because and intimate facts. partner violence is on the rise. And I will tell you, during the pandemic, we were hearing this all the time. We couldn't help enough people. We didn't know who to direct them to because no one knew where to go. But they were basically, you know, sleeping with the enemy, right? It was an ungodly behavior where anger is just leading you to remove yourself from love and put yourself right in the fire and fight your spouse. I mean, physically put hands on them, verbally rip them to shreds, right? That is not what God wants. That God is angry with the wicked every day. That's in Psalm 711, right? So if you're sitting around being wicked to your spouse and you don't even know why, seek help. Facts. Seek help. Facts. This is a gift that God has given you and the fact that you can Mm -hmm. quote-unquote take advantage of it mm -hmm. in this type of way mm -hmm. no, you, you have to seek help exactly you know and and the other thing you know a lot of people try to justify their anger you know um they refer to it as i'm just letting off steam i'm you know and everything you know have you heard that one back Agreed. right I but let, let me let me give you a, an antidote for that one okay and this is in proverbs 29 11 it said a fool vents all his feelings but a wise man holds them back you need to know when and what you should say to your spouse because when you love them right when you really love them when you have a fire for them it's a love for them that you just can't stop no one can put that fire out because you nice. love them so much it's a passionate fire right you will sit around and you'll say I don't want to say that to them because that'll take them down I'm not trying to hurt them because you want to know why I look at them as myself say that. we That's are one flesh right and when I'm hollering at them I'm hollering at me Right? Agreed. When I'm tearing them down, I'm tearing me down because we are one, one flesh, yes. okay? And sometimes you have to remind yourself that when you are angry with your spouse. That's why it's good to maybe step away, but come back. <laughs> come back before the sun goes down and have that conversation. And it may be uncomfortable, but it makes you stronger. I'm telling you, the couples that we see, and you guys can find this, this is in our book, Marriage Material. We have in our book where we talk about it all the time, and we've had different examples of it, right? Where there are couples that say, we never fight, right? We never fight, right? The lies we tell. Um, You know what? There are people that don't fight. And, and you know what? God bless them, right? But I will tell you, there are some people that when they don't fight ever, right? Either somebody is not being their authentic self, okay. right? Or somebody is, is literally you know, buckling under to, under the pressure and becoming something they're not, right? And if you become something you're not in marriage, you're gonna become resentful, bitter, and it's gonna show up in anger. Guess what? I'm here, surprise, you know, I'm coming to dinner and I'm going to bed with you, right? And so when you have those things where people are foolishly destroying their intimacy through anger, right? Okay. In their relationship and their loved ones, right? Because they don't know how to speak right to their mate. And I'm just keeping it real, right? No, you're right. You don't speak right to your mate and you're just doing this on the regular basis. And, and then all of a sudden it just comes out, right? And this, I'm talking to those people who say, we don't never fight, right? Those never fight couples, you're not equipped for when the real fight comes, right? You don't know when the stuff is about to, to really hit the fan, you crumble under pressure. You're the first one that's going to the courthouse and you're fighting to say, I file first, I file first. Who really wants that? Who wants somebody that files first, you know? Great. Agreed. That's a whole nother episode. Okay. That's why, that's, why I like, that's why I like to call it heated fellowship, like we always say. That's right. For the fact that I don't want to fight with you. That's right. When we say the word fight, it entails that somebody has to win. Mm -hmm. Whereas fellowship implies that we're coming together to kind of mm -hmm. resolve something. Something's yep. going to get accomplished within yep. our fellowship. You, you don't necessarily have to fight, mm -hmm. but you have to talk. 
Yeah, that's you true. You have to get these words out because otherwise, it's like you were saying earlier, the slow burn, mm-hmm. that you have that person that's like a tea kettle. It's going to burn, burn, mm-hmm. burn, and then eventually that steam has to go somewhere. Yep, it and does. And then that comes into that letting off steam. Yeah, that's and true. And that's when the words come out that shouldn't be said and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. So it's just so important that we just continue to communicate, continue to just be open and honest, mm-hmm. and just have this back and forth dialogue versus it being one-sided and letting someone else, because you know what happens is there'll be that one person in a relationship that gets everything off their chest, yep. and then you just sitting there taking it. Come on. And then... You, you know you're, you're sitting in it You're festering in it Yep You know how like For instance Because you know We're associating everything With a fire Where you think You've put out a fire Oh But when you kind of Move it around It's, it's still it's there It's still there <laughs> That's why it, It's still there That's why it's so important You gotta stomp it out Yes it's still there It's underneath the surface mm-hmm. It's just waiting To come back up Okay hold on I'm gonna give you this This is when you need The living water of his spirit To quench the fire Of your anger That's okay. in John 7 37 through 39 Come on you you getting me excited Kanye. <laughs> I love when we get To talk about the word And, I, and then we got The antidote in the word to, to fix your anger, right? You know what you just said is so right. You need him to be the one that puts that fire out. You know how even when like with Smokey the Bear, like my husband said earlier, he's like, you can put that fire out, and he's telling you to kick that dust on top of the fire. He's telling you to put that dirt on top of it to to really what stomp out that fire. We're telling you do it even better, kill it for good, put in living water, right? His living water, right? And he will strengthen you through his power. Because remember, he is made perfect in our weakness. Anger is a weakness. If it's sinful anger, there's a difference. There's godly anger and then there's sinful anger. Sinful anger will have you talking out of character. That'll make you different. That'll make you other than what God has called you to be. So, and also you got to know this, that sinful anger is only proof that your sinful nature has been reigning in your life. You want to say, I'm taking away those reins, right? right, right. I'm, t- I'm, I'm going to evict you out of your unlawful seat in my life, in my heart, in my spirit, in my marriage, and I'm giving it back to God. God is going to be taking center stage and that's when the nine fruit of the spirit right are there and they are literally working in you because you're every day trying to be more and more like christ right you know you know jesus got angry right but he didn't sin okay he didn't step out on it and if he wanted to he would have been in his rights to do it but he still didn't do it so you know i'm just telling you please you know use this in in psalms just start saying how am i going to restrain myself i'm not talking about you bury it okay agree no 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 it's got to be healthy yeah it has to be you know expressed constructively and where it's restrained and controlled so that you're controlling anger and anger is not controlling you right well go ahead baby what are you gonna say as you say that it's so important that we realize we can't control somebody else's behavior as well mm-hmm. so we can only control ours yeah but what happens is our our behavior can dictate the next person's and so forth yeah so whatever we put out there don't be surprised if you're gonna get some of that back yeah that's true so if you if you're putting that fiery anger out there mm-hmm. somebody gonna come right back at there with you and then what's that gonna do but start mm. a what, what is it called when the fire just gets out of control <laughs> and it's called like it goes like an upper degree i can't remember what it's called i'm gonna look but that up it, that's what I'm, but that's what i'm referring to where it's just uncontrollable and and what happens is you know what happens with those fires is they can't put them out so they gotta let themselves burn themselves down if you think about it i can't remember what it's called it, it's it, like a something degree fire yeah, it's like a five alarm fire. Okay, yeah, yeah, it, five it's alarm. it's how many times you were requesting from backup from other fire departments. You're saying, hey, it's getting out of control. We've used all our resources, so now we need to call in more resources. And every time you call in a new alarm, here they come, here they come. Everyone is coming in. It can go up to six. It can go as high it can go. But at some point, when you have utilized all your resources and you can't call out the fire, they're gonna just let it burn. Mm-hmm. So is that what you mean? Yes, yes. 
So the fact is, like, sometimes I don't want to say you have to let it burn, mm -hmm. but maybe you have to let it burn down to mm -hmm. build it back up again. Mm -hmm. Case in point, when your parents had the fire in their house, mm -hmm. they didn't rebuild the house the same way. Oh, they sure didn't. You know, th you guys, when uh, my when me and Connell were first uh, married, our, our kids were really little. We just had Ethan and Aiden at that time. You know, my parents had a, a full-on fire alarm, and I thank God for whomever it was that knocked on the door to tell them to get out because their alarms weren't working. Right. You know, um, they forgot smoke to put they, they forgot to put batteries in the smoke detectors, and I wouldn't have my mom, my dad, and my brother was over there that weekend, and I wouldn't have had my brother either, right? And so. I just thank God for the person that was out of town that did not live there, was staying with another family member and could see the fire and ran out in their house shoes, knocking on the door to get my parents to come out. And so my brother carries my parents who were um, older out of the house. He had superhuman strength that day. We always say that to him. It came out and you know, the whole fire, it really, it just singed up the house. The house, it was just, it was irreparable. It took a long time for them to do it. But when they did it, they had to construct it different. They had to put in new things. They had to put in new yeah. wiring, all these different things. So it was, it was built back better than what it was before because that's what God can do, right? Amen. However, they had to replace all of the wood beams because the fire had gotten into the wood beams. It smelled like smoke, even when the, all the things were moved out. So they had to remove all of that. There was nothing they could do. So they had to remove it. You can't do that with all marriages, right? Sometimes marriages can't be rebuilt if you say some of the harshest things that are possible to your mate. That's just not possible, right? So the word I think you're looking for, sometimes you can do irreparable harm. Yeah, you we, can. It, it cannot be repaired. It cannot be fixed. Mm -hmm. Do not pass gold. Do not collect $200. <laughs> right, Monopoly. right. Like it's, it's, right. It, it can be a wrap sometimes for Exactly. Real. It can be a wrap. And, and we don't want it to be a wrap. We don't want you to say that this home is condemned, right? Mm -hmm. That's what happens when you just let it just go without ever stopping it, without letting it go. You let these fiery darts take over your home, right? And it became an all-consuming fire, as my husband was saying earlier. We don't want that for your marriage, and I'm sure you don't want it either. So you're going to have to make a choice. You know who you are. Everybody knows who the firecracker is in their relationship, right? And and make sure you're not the one that's holding all the firecrackers, trying to play it um, close to the hand, and you blow some fingers off, right? Uh, and, and make sure it's not the pointing finger <laughs> because that's the one that always starts off the argument that's the one that goes first so you always do this exactly come on now you know so so we, again we we think that we gave you some great tips we gave you some tools because we want to make sure that you make your fire work right yes, yes. <laughs> instead of literally um being a firecracker we we don't want you to be explosive we want you to work Fireworks, if you work it. Oh my goodness! Fourth of July fireworks. Let it boom, bang, 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 pop off, pop pop off. Let it pop off, but don't pop off. Oh, there you go, there Come you on. go. <laughs> well, we hope you all had a wonderful time, and you were listening to this podcast as you're sitting with your family and friends. Don't get into any fireworks during this celebration with your family and friends. And we thank you so much for letting us tell you the truth. We thank you so much for letting us tell you the whole truth. And thank you for letting us tell you nothing but the truth so help me god thank you all and we'll see you soon